season three, episode, episode three. three. What is that total number for us, Josh? 33. 33. Uh, we got our second Mario game. We got Mario is Missing. Huh. I should know the back of the box of this one pretty you good. You should have. Because I read this one near a Mario Tom machine. Yes, you did. So, uh, do you want me to go ahead and just hit us right off the bat? Yeah, go ahead. Because I don't remember what you read. All I do know is this. Fun fact. There's no rebel flag on this one. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, is this the deep freeze for Mario? Deep within a snowbound hideaway, the fiendish Bowser is plodding to do away with Mario by turning up the heat all the way to barbecue. Barbecue is in air quotes, by the way. Oh. Does this spell meltdown for Mario? 10,000 terrible turtles are trying to brew the tundra and liquidate Mario and the Mario Brothers legend forever. The lone Luigi leaps in, but will he get cold feet? Only you can act fast and help him turn the tables on those reckless reptiles. Can you and Luigi save Mario and the world from a damp, dismal doom? Time is running out. To save the planet from meltdown, you and Luigi must fearlessly explore ex exotic cities, master mysterious maps, thwart thieving Koopas, interrogate not-so-innocent bystanders, endure, endure entertaining examinations, collect your just rewards, and rescue that practically a popsicle plumber Mario. They call him practically a popsicle plumber. I feel like that's a... All you need is like... There's a term. Peter Popper was a practically popsicle pup plumber. Yeah, yeah. I can't even do yeah. it. You know, if I say that. There's a term for that, and I don't know what that term is. Well, if you go with abbreviation and count the A, it's PAP. P A P P. Anyways, uh, so uh, I'm gonna go a little bit more into the story. Of this that's not explained, but. It's kind of a fun story, uh, I guess, the basis of the game. So Mario is technically missing. Uh, we'll knock out a few of the details on it first. Uh, <laughs> released in 93, developed and published by the Software Toolworks, the same folks that did the four educational games. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I, I guess when we're talking about our FX chips and we played like three of those games, yeah. there's only four of these games the Software Toolworks did, and, and this is our to, second yeah, one. We got, and our first two Mario games are them. Yep, so we're 50% done on these. Yep, uh, produced by Janine Cook, designed by Andrew Iverson and Henrik Markayan. Uh, you know, we went in, you know, if you want to listen to... Uh, Mario's Time Machine, which has the same startup because I read the Brome back of the box to start that episode. Uh, basically, these they use this and they uh, uh, made four educational games. Uh, let me see here, so I'm not lying to you. Uh, this game, and I believe I think Mario's Time Machine is they probably all were released. Uh, this was on the Super Nintendo, the in, the regular Nintendo, and MS DOS. Uh, so MS-DOS was in January of 93. Nintendo Super Nintendo's was released in uh, you know the second quarter of 93. I think the Nintendo version is essentially the same, but uh, I think there's less levels. Yeah. I don't, I've never played it on the Nintendo. I've never played this game. Had you, Josh? No, I've never played this game. Uh, so... I guess before we really get into any more of it, do you feel like really pumped up to get to play our second Mario game out of 33? No. <laughs> like, I think we both just like lost our shit when we, uh, when it came up. Cause it was like, when you see Mario, you're like, <gasps> and yeah. I, I was really pumped up for Mario time machine and it quickly too. wore off after about 10 seconds. Yep. I'm like, this is horrible. Yep. So I was like, complete opposite. When I seen this as like, Oh Lord. Now the cover of the box is pretty cool because it kind of has a derpy looking, Luigi and Mario and stuff, which we noticed with Mario's uh, time, time machine. machine. The animations were a little weird. But it shows uh, basically uh, Bowser behind a door holding Mario and Luigi going to the opposite direction with a lantern yeah. that uh, looking for him. So, I mean, it is intriguing. Uh, so, I, I guess when we get down to the uh, plot of the game is, uh, you know... I guess to make it, to dumb it down, 
Mario you, gets kidnapped. Yes, Mario gets kidnapped. You're Luigi. So it's, you got to say Mario. So basically, I, like, you're rolling out regulator style. You got Mario, Luigi, and Yoshi. And Yoshi does obviously make an appearance in this game. Mario goes missing. And the whole reason... Uh, this is so ridiculous. And the story isn't really that impressive. But they're trying to heat up the... They're in Antarctica... They're trying to heat up the world to flood the big cities, and they're like using a million hair dryers to do yeah. it. That's what, what it's the whole, global warming. So I'm just like, that's fun. If you told me, hey, Bowser's trying to get all these hair dryers to melt the, <laughs> melt the polar ice caps, I'm in. That sounds goofy as hell, and it sounds fun as hell, you know? Sounds like a Mario game. Yeah. And well, I don't know, I'd say it sounds like a Mario, but. Uh, and then. Uh, you know, part of the, you know, so he's going around stealing these treasures as well, and he uses what they call passcode-operated remote transportation and larceny system, which is portals for uh, yeah. short. And so basically Bowser has these portals, which look like big doors in a castle, that uh, takes you to a random city. And then as Luigi, you got to figure out where you're at. You've got to answer trivia questions. Well, you got to find out where you're at. You've got to help find these artifacts that are hidden by Goombas. Yep. Uh, well, not Goombas. Uh, Koopas. Koopas. And, you know, when you kill a few of them, they'll drop a, They'll drop an item. They'll yes. do something. So then if you say it's like a brick off the Great Wall of China, then you go to the Great Wall of China because the, there's an exhibit that is shut down because it's missing something. Yeah. So then you've got to, I guess it's just one thing to give them a brick from the Great Wall of China. Princess Peach, it looks like, doesn't trust your shit and says, answer some questions. Uh, you answer your questions and then she says, oh, thank you. Pretty much as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> uh, so once you, you know, save three artifacts per world, then you can, uh, then you must use Yoshi. You must go to what they call the Globulator something and globulator globulator and you must take yoshi to where you think you are because there are warp pops this game is all over the place now that i'm actually talking about oh, it it's completely terrible. It, it, it's terrible so when you jump out of the first warp pop one of them sticky guys pops up out of the warp pop keep the you cactus. From, yes the cactus and is it cactus something like that yeah and uh so basically you've got to get yoshi so you've got to put all three artifacts back in the clear level and then you've got to put yoshi to where you're at to be able to get the cactus dude to get out of the warp pop so you can exit now during this there is koopas that can't really harm you but you kill them and then there is uh, random pedestrians. Yeah, pedestrians going around that you can speak to, and so they give you clues on where you're at. And so then you do that, you get to the next world, and the next world, just and the next rinse world, and, rinse and repeat, and the next world, and the next world. So that's pretty much the. Uh, uh, I feel like that covers completely everything. Yeah, that covers all game. of it. Uh, let's see. I don't know that I really have a whole lot more, Josh. And, and at the end of the day, you're going to go find Mario. I'm not going to lie. I didn't beat this game. No. Uh, but So I never got to see Mario. Uh, we're going to drop one out there, you know, just a little tidbit, because we do have some fun facts. Uh, I wouldn't really call them, I guess, as much fun. There's just some interesting things. And uh, uh, one of the little tidbits is the MS-DOS version has a different ending than the Nintendo oh, and Super Nintendo one. I don't think it's really that interesting. But, uh... Let's say the only thing I know about it is this is the first game that stars Luigi. Right, and we will come back to that. Yeah, so that's all I know about it. So, uh, you want to go ahead and hop over into uh, Make It and Break It? Yeah! Uh, alright. I can about guarantee the first thing that's going to make this game great is we're going to be on the same page. What's up? The startup. Yep. You got, what is it, the Mario coin? The it's the bling. Mario coin, and it's the Super Mario World's theme song. And the, and it even comes to just like how Super Mario World starts up. Yep. And it is so fucking familiar. It's so And you're good. like, oh, yeah. And then, I mean, the whole intro was pretty sweet. Yeah. So, I will say, from, and it's 
kind of goes, I'll save this one because it's going to be the next thing that we talk okay. about. So it starts out just like Super Mario World. Yeah. You have the chime, you go through it, and then all of a sudden there's a big hole that forms and Mario falls into it. Yep. And then the it says Mario is missing, and then the letters fall into it. Yep. And this is all like in the whole startup of Super yep. Mario World. So then they fall into, I got Bowser's Castle, like the entrance of Bowser's Castle. And then, uh, you know, it's Yoshi, Yoshi, Luigi, and Mario. And uh, then Mario falls through another hole, which I don't really quite understand. Dude, it's a hole inside of a hole, man. So then... Uh, hole Earth, Lizard Man. I, I, <laughs> the, the damn lizards. <laughs> the damn they were the ones you got to look at. There's clap cheeks to be clapped, but you got to get past the Lizard Man. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, basically, you know... Uh, Mario or Luigi and Yoshi's like, oh fuck, let's go find Mario. And then you go in. So that whole startup was really pretty awesome, I thought. It and, was. It and was if nice. I'd never heard this game, you're like, hey, here's a new Mario game and you played it, dude, I'd have been half chubbed. Like, dude, I would have been I, like, yeah. let's roll. We're basically getting Super Mario World, but with Luigi. Yeah. It's like Super Luigi World. Exactly. And not quite there but then the next thing that stands out while I'm watching this because I'm like there ain't nothing that was more derpy than the animations in the other one they used the same sprites from Super Mario World and Mario Luigi and freaking Yoshi look pretty fucking good Uh, Yoshi looked a little derpy from time to time well Yoshi looked derpy going up and down the street. Yeah, he looked, side to side, he looked okay. Yeah, like you know, Yoshi gets to stay in his lane. You know, yeah. like hitch just like right there. <laughs> uh, but overall, compared to the other game, this looked way better visually. Yeah. The uh, backgrounds, you know, weren't as crisp as the sprites, but the sprites looked good. Uh, you know, like the I say, Koopas look like Koopas. I, re- I remember in Marvel's Time Machine saying, "Hey, the you know." Bowser and all of them look like great value Bowsers. Yeah. You know, like something was just a little off on them. Now, I think the MS-DOS version, they were way more derpy. Probably. Uh, but. Yeah, no, on here, the Koopas look like Koopas. The only, I'll save it for the break it side. Okay, okay. Uh, the worlds were pretty good looking. We played worse games, you yeah. know. Uh, I do think that the uh, backgrounds did pale in comparison mm. to the sprites. But. It's an educational game. I felt like when you were in like Egypt or whatever, you got the point. It, yeah, it, it referenced. So I would rather them have put the emphasis on you know the sprites and stuff as the background. And the other part that I think they did good that it makes this, I guess it allows you to bat a blind eye than like I guess less than stellar. Uh, you know, graphics in the background is the controls were pretty good too. Yeah, I mean there wasn't really a whole lot. Uh, no, no, there wasn't. And I said that they weren't crisp. I will say that. But, but I feel like but, they were better than the other one. Yeah, they, they, they were. They were adequate. And, and you know, I'm. I guess I can't help but draw the parallels between this and that game. It's kind of like when we did Fawful or Fawful versus Mickey, Mickey and Minnie. Minnie. Like, th- this is the same company, the same shit yeah. in a different format. So, uh, I thought the controls were pretty good. Uh, you get fucking Yoshi. Yeah. I mean, not that you can really do any Yoshi stuff with Yoshi. But, but you still got but it. Yeah. He's yeah. still there. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I didn't get to play a lot of, like, Yoshi's Cookie and some of the stuff for Nintendo. To me, my first real... Welcome to the show, Yoshi, to me, was Super Mario World. That's what, yeah. I mean, I, I may have played something with him in it, but Super Mario World, I think, was like his that, showcase. That, that was his big thing. I, I felt like, to me, that's what put him on the map yeah. for me. And then it branches off into, like, Yoshi, Yoshi's World and stuff Yoshi's like Yoshi's Island. Yeah, yeah, Yoshi's Island. Uh, what you got on your mind, Josh? I've got one part. One more make it. One more make it. And it's my favorite make it. And I think a lot of people probably don't like it, but I do. But I'm saving it. So you got anything on your heart for making it? My last thing about making it is this one here 
was better trivia than Mario's Time Machine for me. You're right. It was better trivia, and you didn't have to it, take a whole damn test. Yeah, it, it, it was better laid out. There wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a test. Uh, you know, one thing while you say that, yeah, that, yeah I mean, let me answer two questions. Uh, that's yeah. fine. You know, you get the point. Listen, I love trivia games. I'm, I am gr- I love trivia. Trivial Pursuit, all them, and stuff like that. Trivia Crack, whatever you can think of. I used to play them all the time, because that's one of the things I'm good at. I have a bunch of useless knowledge. Which, too, you know, you're, to me, this is, you know, this game came out, I can tell you for sure, the first internet provider that came through here was 1999, maybe 98 at the soonest. It, yeah. I remember it was the year I graduated, that, and it was just nowhere near what the internet is now i think there used to be like a cheat code like one site that did cheat codes and i think it was like sick puppy or something yeah. like that it was so i mean there wasn't a whole lot out there but like if you were going to know some of these questions you either had to literally talk to everybody and learn the yeah the questions like read the uh notes or you had to have like an encyclopedia or something. Yeah, well, like, you know, today you can pull it up just like that. Now, and yeah. I didn't use my phone, obviously, because most of the questions were pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, you know, you tell me how many years ago the Great Wall was built. I'm just guessing. I don't care enough to look it up when yeah. you talk about arbitrary numbers to me. Yeah, but also at the same time, I mean, it, it was an educational game that was actually educational to me. Like, yeah, it wasn't over the top as far as that. No, yeah. there's other things that it was over the top with. But I felt like it was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't terrible. The answering the questions, doing the learning part of it was not the least fun part. It was probably one of the, if not the most fun, the second or third most yeah. fun things about it. And then the, the actually, I'll tell you about the very last one that I got on my heart, the map. I was about to say I forgot about the map. The, the map, map looked like freaking Super Mario World. It looked like Super Mario World, and it fucking helped. Yeah. I got lost a lot. And one thing that was on the controls. Trying that, to find all those damn uh, Koopas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing that I will say that did help, uh, probably still going to carry it over into my break it, but I think it was if you hit the R trigger and then it pulled up a little mini map. Yeah. Couldn't really see a whole lot. But it did help. It did help. But the map looked just like Super Mario World. Uh, once again, some of this goes into the break it part because I felt like you could have did a little bit better you with done it. Better. But it did look familiar, and yeah. you did ha- life was so much easier if you didn't have that map. Oh man, this game it would been, been terrible. Yes, it would have been twenty times worse yeah. than what it was. Uh, so I, I did have the map on my mind. I forgot to write that down. So to me. This is my last make it. And this was my favorite part because I had my own game. And I'm not saying any of this is stereotypical or anything like this. But I thought the fucking music was banging on this. Music wasn't bad. So the part on it, like the startup, the sounds all sounded great. Uh, I know like there wasn't really a whole lot of sound effects within the game. But... Stage Every you. level played like the Super Mario World theme. Yeah. So, like, my thought was as soon as I jump into a world, I want to guess where I'm at. And I would normally get Yoshi before I even move. I'm like, I want to go. So, like, it would be a little slower in uh, China. It yeah. had, like, a Chinese twang or Asian. I don't know. Yeah. Now... I ain't saying that's how all Asian music or all China or all Japanese or whatever music sounds, but it had that flavor to it. It did. And I'm like, yeah. So, like, I remember when I got into Russia at the Kremlin, I'm like, as soon as I got in, I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, I've listened to enough Tetris music in my life. But but the whole time, it was listening to the same song over and over, just different tunes, different pitches, different speeds that made sense. And I thought that was clever as fuck. Right it was. There. It was very clever. Now, I've seen where some people say some of the music soundtracks were the same on certain countries. But you know what? I, I didn't care. I didn't take this as... Maybe you can stereotype. But I didn't take this as anything yeah, okay. that was racist or fastest. I mean, it was. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, I mean and also, these games weren't massive. So they, they probably ran out of space on trying to change the score... You know, to match each 
region and division and providence and stuff like that. So, I mean, you do have to have some cojones on you. Be like, I'm playing. This is a Mario game. We're playing the same fucking music over and over, but we're going to do it different. Yeah. And you're going to be like, wow, because you're in freaking USA or you're in freaking Spain. And I'm yeah. like, I'd be like, man, you lost your mind. But I thought it, it was pretty it, it good. It worked. It worked. Okay. Uh, you want to jump over into Break It? You got anything else you want to talk about, my friend? Let's jump in into Break It. Uh,. Let's just go into it. Let's talk about this fucking map. <laughs> Having to navigate this fucking map. Jesus. Like It was it was terrible. So first of all, you see this map and it looks cool as shit. Because like how you have the little red circles like where a world would be. There's a hundred of them. There's, you go to them and you're like, hey, what's here? Nothing. It's just a red circle for fucking looks, I guess. Yeah. The only thing that really mattered on there was the points of where you could... Yes. To where you enter trivia. The Goombas and the bystanders. Yep. So I felt like, don't give me a red dot. Like when I see this, I denote this as a world or a challenge. Yeah. Don't make me. Like that's what it is. Yeah. That, like so, I go there and there's shit there. Yeah. And I'm like, that, come that, on. They made that to be the uh, crosswalks. I guess, to where you can move up, down. No, I think there was some that was just a circle without crosswalks. But don't get me started on these fucking crosswalks either. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The crosswords were terrible. So I was trying to figure out. I'm jumping in. Okay. Crosswalks, warp pops. Which is fucking worse? Crosswalks. Okay. Well, the warp pops, I don't know where the fuck I'm ending up at. Yeah. You're trying to get closer. You're like, hey, I'm on the far side of the map and I need to go here. Uh, which... On top of it, to really go look at your world map, you had to go the pause menu. Oh my god, this is just spiraling. You go to the pause menu, and you have artifacts, world map, globulator, and your photo album. Yeah. So you pull up your map, and you kind of figure out. I'm like, man, I'm almost as far as possible. There's only like one warp pop farther than me, and here's what I'm going to jump in it. Took me to the farthest fucking one. Every yeah. time it seemed like, it's like, how did I not get any closer? Uh I will also beef with why do I have to hold the run button? Just make the game play faster. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I agree with that. But so then I'm like, how the but fuck? That makes it a Mario game. Well, it's, yeah. So I'm probably for a hot minute was like, the only way I know how to change laterally is to go through these warp pops. Because I tried to walk down these fucking streets and I couldn't. I, it starts honk honk. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck it is took, happening? Took and then I'd walk on the goddamn sidewalk, which makes sense. But it's like, okay, you tell me, Josh, that there's a fucking door and ahead of you, but you can't walk down the center of it to go through it. You have to walk down the very corner edges. That's essentially what you were having to do. It's like, yeah. hey, here's this big fucking street that you can't walk on the street. You have to walk on the fucking sidewalks. Yeah, well, not only that, but like you said, the crosswalks, you had to be in the fucking crosswalk. Oh. And when you could go in one of these little museums that you got a piece to, you had to be perfectly fucking lined up to walk into this goddamn yeah. place. It's like, for God's sake, can you not say, hey, thanks, you answered the questions, here's what you say. Yeah. No. It was pixel perfect on uh, some of this shit. So the map was very useful to get where you wanted to be. Uh, I mean, there, and there was points. It was useful where you need to get to be, but it's kind of a pain in the ass to get there. Yeah. I mean, when you opened up your little mini map, it helped. But when you're running around this damn world and you're trying to find Koopas or you're trying to find the place you're supposed to be, there's jack and shit that yep. that really helped on. So, let me ask you this. I hope to God I'm just a dumbass on this. Did you figure out how to switch fucking artifacts? No. So, I don't know how many times it's like, hey, well, let's just talk about getting artifacts. Tell us how you had to get artifacts, Josh. I never fully figured it out. I just stumbled upon it. Well, you like, have... Honestly, like, I... like. Stomp Goombas, collect shit, answer trivia, artifact sometimes. Well, when I when I got in there, I'm like, hey, these Goombas can't hurt me. That's weird, but I can kill them. Yep. And so I can't really figure it out. Can't really figure out what I'm supposed to do. Then I stomped on a Goomba, and he dropped what looked like a dime sack on the ground. Yeah. And that was a fucking artifact. Which, yeah. You know, I think the first artifact I got was like the Great Wall of China. Uh, maybe it was Sistine Chapel. I can't remember. But it was something that didn't even look remotely like this. So I'm like, oh, okay. 
And I will say on the map, the landmarks were very iconic. You could see which one was the like the Roman Colosseum. Yeah. That was the first one. It was like Greece and Rome. I'm about to say, which door did you go into? I just went to the first one. Oh, I, I went, went to the very down. end. Okay, so that one was probably like the Egypt or the... I can't remember which one that was. But, uh, so, I'm like, okay, so all these Goombas I've literally left alone because, hey... I ain't got no beef with it. I ain't looking to start no shit. Oh, I should have killed them all. Yep. So I had to go keep going to this map trying to find them. And then trying I'm like... Trying to track them down. So then once you find three, you don't have to kill them all. But I feel like you kind of had to as well. Uh, you go in there and you answer the questions. So like that map, trying to get the fucking artifacts was complete bullshit. But say the first place I came to is like, hey, the Great Wall of China is down. So uh, what, you know... I need a brick to put it back together so yeah. we can open the exhibit. So, like, what would happen is I'd be right across the map, and I'd hop in and say, hey, you found a brick to the Great Wall of China. I was like, okay, cool. So then, on my way, I'd hit another Goomba, and I'd hop on him, and be like, hey, this is part of this tower over here, or this church, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I would grab it, too. Why not? Because it's sitting there. So then i go all the way back over to, like, the Great Wall of China, and in the inventory, it showed, like, the Great Wall of China icon on the very right and then like the one i picked up yeah and so you're like hey i would like to put your exhibit back together and peach would be like oh great well i don't need that i need a brick for the great wall of china i'm like i got a fucking brick but apparently my brick was superseded by the other one i picked up so So then i had to run all the way back yes well it was just like you didn't if you just picked up the fucking brick yeah if i picked up the brick and left everything i'd go in there no problem but if the brick was in the third spot and i picked up something else i had to go to that you had to use one two to get now i hope i'm a complete dumbass i was hitting all the buttons i could to see if i could like switch the position yeah i couldn't i hope that's on me because if not i was like that was that's the miserable. Worst. Yeah. Miserable. Because the then I'd run across a map and then I had to run all the way back across trying to figure it out. I don't know. That was just me. Uh, that map, everything about it sucked. And then the whole thing of. The whole game is fucking weird. It is. So when we talk about the map, the artifacts, then trying to get Yoshi to you. <laughs> how fucking weird. Like, I mean, it was okay. I kind of got it, but it was like. There's a lot of mechanisms going on it in this a, game. It was a bit much. Yes. I think there was too much going on in this game. Yeah. I think I think you should be able to hit a button and Yoshi appear. Oh. I do have wrote on here. Fuck those crosswalks. <laughs> I, I forgot to bring that up. That was exactly it. Uh, I will say, too, when navigating the maps with Yoshi... Or with Luigi, uh, the graphics struggled on that. Oh, yeah. Because you see Mario and Luigi and Yoshi always on a side profile. Uh, th- th- I think the first time we actually seen a straight-on Mario, maybe in Punch-Out as the referee or something. I mean, you essentially, Mario 64 is the first time you could actually go around him. Uh, Yoshi I looked like... Mario 2, right? Mario 2, they got yeah. maybe a front-facing profile, I think. Maybe I don't. I'm not sure. I think it's with during character select. Whenever you got to choose who you wanted to be. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the sprites looked a little weird. It looked like Yoshi looked really weird. Yoshi looked bad. But you know, uh, the other part of why the crosswalks were kind of important is I, I used them as time killers because if you answered a question wrong, you had to wait a few minutes to go back in, and I hated just keep spamming the buttons. I normally run back and yeah. forth, you know. But you know, that's part of the game. I ain't gonna say it sucks because of that. But it did kind of suck. It did kind of suck. I, I agree with you on that. Uh, here's one of my beefs. Could they not make Princess Peach look a little better inside those information booths? You're you're right. The uh, she I mean, I, I, she didn't look horrible. I would not go to the point of saying she looked rough, but she didn't look as good as everybody else. No, no, she no, she looked like the girl you take home after having just one too many drinks. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, I, I, I feel like I, that's the girl you take home just after you had a few drinks. No, no. I think just one too many. So, here's a couple of rapid fire ones here. And these are all big ones to me. Uh, I'm going to say the one I hate the worst. I'm going to drop one out here that I want to hear you defend. You got a fucking score in this game, and it was pretty meaningless. Yeah, no, I can't defend that. 
Yeah, it was bad. I, I, no, that sucks because I love my score. But I don't think it ever displays your score as you're playing the game either. No, so it it's doesn't. not like you can really keep up with your score. Yeah, no, you can't. So it's like on top of it being a meaningless, meaningless score to me, and a lot of these games is meaningless, and you're like, no, it's not. It was twice as meaningless. It was absolutely meaningless. Uh, let me ask you this one: Did you fight one of the bosses, one of the Koopas? Yes. How weird was that? That was the worst, man. Like, so it's kind of going with the Koopas in general, not just the the what does Bowser's kids call the siblings? The aren't they? Don't they call them a name? Not just Iggy and Ludwig, but the, the Koopalings. The Koopalings. Yeah, Koopalings. The Koopalings. So what? Okay, you're killing Koopas on the normal map that can't hurt you. Yeah. And then the Koopalings can't hurt you. And you kill them. Yeah. I feel like you're shooting fucking fish in a barrel here. Like, come on. No, where? no you're wrong. You're a mass murderer. Well, <laughs> so then the other part was, so the first one I think I fought was Ludwig. I was done after Ludwig. I say, what, what did he look like? He was the one that plays the piano, I'm pretty sure. Is that Ludwig? Ludwig, yes. Yeah. yeah so he's supposed to be the play on Beethoven. Whatever the yeah, first one is. Yeah. Uh, so. Iggy's still the man. He he comes out there and I hop on him. And then he runs against the wall. And I've got him like cornered. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I hop on him. I hop on him. I hop on him like three times. And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of like the Mario rule. Like you hit him three yeah, times. Yeah, three times you So win. I'm like, okay, what's wrong? So then I move and then he gets out of the damn corner. And he's running goddamn reckless through here. And so, like, every time I try to jump at him, he turns around. It was a fucking nightmare after that point. <laughs> it was a now, fiasco. Now, yeah, it was like I should have just kept him pinned in the corner. I felt like I had him, like, Mortal Kombat where I was just leg sweeping. Just, yeah, just. And I just had him trap. Sweep so, the leg, Johnny. I think I had to do five times to hit him to kill him. But he couldn't hurt you. So it was like, it was this pointless. isn't even like, yeah. yes, it was it's, as pointless as the score. It's like, yeah, it's, okay, I just got to eventually get fucking lucky and land on this dude. But I'm like, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I can't remember who I faced. I don't. Uh, World Five. I think it might have been Morton or. Well, he's the he's the one with the star on his face, right? Because he's a playoff of Kiss. I don't know. I don't know Morton very well. I mean, I, I know him, but probably not one of the ones I follow. A lot, but no, Iggy's the man. Iggy's the best. I don't care what anybody says. So here is probably the biggest thing to crush it, because this is what made me stop playing this game. Is the game is so fucking repetitive. Yep, hundred percent. Now I will say the game isn't bad. So I go through there and I hammer out, and I'm like, okay. By the time I got to like the third or fourth stage, I'm like, ah. I'm kind of over this. Yeah, I'm. But like, I'm gonna power through because there's only like five or six doors here. Five doors. No. And then I beat the first boss, and then I get more. Yeah. There's 45 landmarks across 15 different cities. No. Nope. You got to go to 15 different cities. Five was enough for me. Yep. I'm done. And I'll be just like, you just killed this game. It is the same game. Yep. Over and over and over and over and over. I, said, I beat the first door. I beat my first little boss dude, and I'm like, oh, cool. More doors open, and I, I I googled it. I'm like, how many? Like, how how many is this? Like, I thought about like, maybe uh, you know, if there's not much, maybe another set of five, you know, or three, I might be able to win this. You know, I might be able to complete it. And then it showed that I'm like, nope, absolutely not. I'm good. Well, one of the things that I will put a silver lining on it on is now if I rented this. On a weekend? Back in the day, yeah. I, I would have forced myself to do it. I don't know that you would have had to force yourself too bad. Because, you know, I think we have been, like, it's just like some of these games I say we're spoiled with how fast games go. Especially when we're playing, like, games that we have in our top top list of, like, Jeopardy and Family Feud. They play really slow, but, like, playing Street Fighter versus Street Fighter Turbo is a world of difference. Yeah. But they did do one thing that they intended to do. And, and I think I think that if I had this back in the day, you know, I mean, going to school wasn't necessarily the most fun thing, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah, it wasn't like, Learning new shit, if that makes you a loser, well, I'm a loser. Well, I'm probably a loser for a bunch of other things than that. Same here, don't worry. But it's George. like, hey, 
We're recording this. Yes, crinkle my brain with a little bit of useless information yep. that I can use later. Give I mean, me that useless knowledge that I might answer on Jeopardy one day. But I will defend this game in one thing. The best part of this game was the learning game part of it. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, actually, mission that, accomplished. Actually, that was the second best. What was the first best? The opening title story. That is true. Oh, that's so iconic. Like, like <laughs> there is only few things that I would let somebody argue. It would be like maybe if you said the Sega that's or song. the EA Sports, it's in the game. Yeah. Like, okay, they're in they're in the same league. Mm-hmm. I still have to say that Mario Chom, Mario Kart. Oh, it's it, all right there. It hits. It, it's it just hits different. So I guess Not like the Donkey Kong Bongos. I never played. Donkey Bongo or whatever. No, no, I'm talking about an any DK game, any Donkey Kong Country game. Oh, I, I you, thought you, you was talking about the GameCube and no, the no, actual no. Bongo, Bongo Beat or something. No, shit. yeah, no, no, no. In any of the Donkey Kong games, you know, he does like there's that little Bongo sound, the stage music. Uh, to me, that's iconic. Okay, well, I guess there is and more than the instant deaths and Mega Man, the spots. Yeah, true. <laughs> now, I guess there's a few things to be said because we're sitting there. I'm done with Break It. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. So we're sitting here talking about breaking it and we're defending it on some good stuff. So I, I do think that that stands. Yeah. Uh, so what I've got left, I've got it called uh, Fun Facts, Speed Runs. There's a speed run. And, of course, price charting. Uh, do you want the fun facts or you want the speed runs? I want first? the fun facts. Okay, well, I'm a little all over the place with it. Uh, you're correct. This is Luigi's first starring role as a main character. Uh, well, his first starring role was in 1990 with a game and watch called Luigi's Hammer Toss. Uh, I think Nintendo sticks with calling this his first real because it's Nintendo right Uh, well Nintendo had those as well or because it was a Mr. Game and Watch yeah yeah I think like this was the first one like even though he was started in a game them games are kind of like Tiger handhelds they ain't really much of a story so even though he was in the Luigi's Hammer Toss they really are hanging their hat on calling this his first starring game yeah uh do you know when the next uh, in 2001 was when his next game Luigi started? Mansion that's it I played it so here's just a few it's on the GameCube yes and why do they on like Luigi Mansion 3 now or 2 Luigi Mansion 2 just came out okay. not too long ago yeah, I know they, they must have ported Luigi's Mansion to uh, 3DS I know I have a 3DS yeah. copy of it uh, solid game fun I've never played one you're Luigi and a Ghostbuster. Uh, what is that damn vacuum called that he Ghostbusts with? No idea. It's the. It's got a damn name that is freaking awesome. I I I remember it. I just can't remember the name of the it. The Suckinator. It's, no, it's something with the vacuum. It's like yeah, the vacuum. God damn it! You're gonna have to look. Yeah, it up. I gotta look it up. Let's see here, Luigi Mansion. Oh, Luigi Mansion Three. I think there is a third one on Switch. Yep, there is a third one on Switch. Because I only know the name of it since I've not played the game from that freaking Mario Kart mobile game that we used to play. Let's see here. Yeah, that was a fun game, man. Yeah, you know, the only thing that really killed that game was we stopped. We It's the Poltergust. The Poltergust, that's it. Okay, so there are some falsely advertised facts in the game. <gasps> Can we sue? I doubt it. Can we sue Nintendo? Are you going to go after Nintendo? Wow. They would probably fuck our mothers and grandmothers <laughs> and everything else uh so just very lightly they talk about andrew gorski alexander gorski uh it says he directed ballet until 1942 he actually died in 1924 so uh basically a typo said he directed till 2042 he died in 24 i'm guessing they're saying he directed until he died uh it says that they stayed in there in Nairobi that female elephants, Asian elephants, can't grow tusks. In real life, they can. Yeah. Uh, they say that in Alcatraz, they wore the classic black and white prisoner shirts. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, 
there's a couple of them that it's just like a spelling top of. Yeah. Topos. They were really the big ones. But I'm like, hey, you know, it is kind of funny, though, that you're hanging your hat on making an educational game and you kind of got some stuff wrong. Yeah, yeah. You and some got of the, some facts wrong. Some of this should have been caught in post-production. Oh, I would 100%. Think. But, you know, so this is the one that is probably, the fun facts aren't that great. But this is probably the most interesting one to me. This is the only Nintendo game to depict uh, a statue of Jesus Christ. Uh, when you're in the city of Rio. I uh, say, yeah, you're at Rio. You're Luigi's, at Savior. Luigi's uh, by the statue of Jesus Christ when they take the photo. It's unknown how the religious themes included in there, but basically... Nintendo has never allowed the name God or Jesus Christ to ever be depicted in one of the games. Yeah. Not, not at least in one of their first party games. At the same time, you know, why? Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, well, you're, you're they, playing video games. You ain't coming here to get religion. I know I know, I know they had Bible Adventures, which I think was unlicensed and stuff. Well, but in their first party games, it's like, you're here to play video games. You ain't here to learn yeah, freaking religion. Yeah, but also at the same time, you know, the majority of them over in Japan, they're not really Christian. No, they're, absolutely not. They're Buddhist so, and stuff like that. So, I mean, if, if you're a salesman, you know, trying to put it down to a religion would probably be like saying, hey, I want to target somebody instead of targeting a whole audience men or women i want to target women the age from 24 to 20 it's like you're just shrinking your market and i think it's probably pretty smart plus there's a hundred other avenues that are better just like this though i mean i will say there's a hundred avenues it's probably better than learning than from a video game there is a hundred every country in the freaking world has some sort of religion period yeah. that also, you know you can learn that in any other place but, than a freaking game it's not nintendo's responsibility yeah, and also on top of that i mean if you think of rio that's one of the main things you think of besides carnival now speedruns josh there is one for completing the game and there's one for 100% completing. Oh, shit. 100% completing is obviously <clears throat> not just completing the game, but talking to every character. Doing everything. Yes. So on that checklist that shows what you've done, Do you, we're just going to start with completing the game. Four people. We'll, we'll run through the names real quick, and we'll just focus on the top two. Uh, I'm just going to read the names because I feel, feel like you like the names the, of the speedrunner. Yeah, I like the names better. So, uh, there's a Canadian that's number four. Uh, Kate Libc. K-A-T-E-L-I-B-C. You got... Well, maybe. Then there's the three top ones are American. Uh, One of the third ones, Benny the Great. Uh, Fan underscore of underscore nobody. And Osplug, which I feel like is pretty good because he's in Antarctica. I'm sure that's just his name, but fitting. Pretty fitting. So just to complete the game, not to 100%, what do you think the speedrun runs? I would have to say about... Okay, now here's where this is weird. Because I know that you can beat Super Mario 3 in under 10 minutes. Well, with this being said, I don't think that you even have to take the pictures with the statues. I think to 100% complete it, you do. I think you just got to answer the questions. you got to find the artifacts... Answer the questions. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So I know with with Super Mario World 3, I think the speed run is under 10 minutes. I can beat the game in roughly 15. So, and that's where it's weird. Because that's just beating the game. That's not not 100% completing. Okay. So, I would say a solid 30 minutes. All four of them are under 30 minutes. Okay. Just to complete. I'm looking at the 100% completing, and there is a guy in there that I'm absolutely... I'm pulling for. I'm, I'm just looking ahead. Uh, so all four people have completed it. I'll go ahead and tell you the fourth place was completed in 28 minutes, 48 seconds. Okay. So I was still close. I was still in the ballpark. The third place was completed in 28 minutes, 21 seconds. There is a difference of almost three and a half minutes... Maybe a little bit more. Fan of Nobody is second. He did it in two years ago. 25 minutes, 19 seconds. Okay. I guess it's something to be said, too. Benny the Great, who did it in 28 minutes, 21 seconds, came in third, did it 21 days ago. 
Oh, shit. So, so this is active. Now, Fan of Nobody did his two years ago. Uh, at three months ago, Iceplug ran this game in 21 minutes, 38 seconds. Damn. So, I think you kind of got to get lucky because I don't think there's any way to tell which Koopa holds the artifact. Then, you got to probably make sure, I mean, I'm going to guess that you can't answer a question wrong to where they say, hey, you're an imposter, go on. Yeah. So, uh, and also, I don't know, but there's four minutes, uh, three and a half minutes. Maybe there's time to, I, I go ahead and tell you, I beat the first five levels, probably took me fucking 45 minutes. Yeah. It's like, son of a bitch. Now, here's my question too. Are the drops random with the Koopas? Or I think it is. So, you just got to get lucky on it all, pretty much. I'm not an expert. But from what I've seen, I think they are randomly generated, so it's not the same Koopas every time. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, it makes it fun. makes it interesting. So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm pulling for the last place motherfucker on the 100% after I see what I did. Because, you know what? I'm just going to... I just got to read your names. So, we're going to go from six to number one, and I'm going to tell you why. Number six, Sage Todd. Is my favorite motherfucker in the world. I like Sage Todd. No offense to you, Lay Hulk. I think you would respect Sage Todd for the same reason that I do. I feel like we ain't seen him in a minute, but I feel like Lay Hulk right now is the goat of our speed run. So far, yeah. Uh, Kate Lib C did one uh, in fifth. She is also on fourth of the year. Yeah. You got JSR, MKDS, Master 91. I'm guessing this is a, a South Park reference. Towley, T-O-W-E-L-I-E-006. Tally 006? Yeah. Or Towla. Tally was the dude that just goes, you want to get high? I have no idea what's going on. Uh, and then I think this is Spain's flag. New Life 88 owns it. The soonest speed run was one year ago. Okay. So, uh... Any guess on what a 100% run? Now, mind you, 21 minutes was what Ice Plug did just completing. It. Yeah. So you got to go talk to everybody. Uh, you got to hit that I'm guessing, list. I don't know that you have to, you've got to do the photo, so that's an extra cut screen. I don't know that you have to kill every Koopa. I kind of feel like you should, but I don't know if that's a requirement. Yeah. I did not look that up. Uh, what do you think the quickest speed run is? 35 minutes. The top three is under 30 minutes. Damn. Yes. That's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. They just moving. Let me go from first to last. Because last place Sage Todd's my boy. Sage Todd, okay. So number one, New Life eighty eight. Now mind you, twenty one minutes is the speed run. He did it in twenty seven minutes, ten seconds. Okay. And these people are have all made comments. Like they're all active. Okay. Five years ago, he said it. Now, with that being said, he 100% completed it in a time that would have put him third just on completion list. Yeah. So there's no doubt in my mind that New Life 88 could take that 21-minute speed run if he wanted. He did the 100% in 27 yeah. minutes. He, 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 wanted, just, he, he just wanted went, hard mode. He's just like, I want complete. What else is there? You know? Yeah, he wanted hard mode. Tally did it in 27 minutes, 51 seconds, which would still put him as third Yeah. Not if New Life wasn't there. 28 minutes and 48 seconds MKD smash MKDS master 91 uh, that was 20 seconds slower than the third place guy yeah, yeah. JSR did 33 minutes 32 seconds so we're like 27 to 33 minutes Kate Libsey she's the one that was number 4 on completing it 28 minutes 48 seconds says hey let me let my hair down get the fuck up in this 100% she did it in 49 minutes, 4 seconds. Kate, you're awesome. Just because you're in both of them. Yeah. Sage Todd is just out here doing what he wants. You know what? You know, and they say like when you're running, you're not really competing against other people. You're competing against yourself. Yeah. And that's what I like Sage Todd. Because Kate is literally like over 15 minutes slower than the fourth place person. Sage Todd has submitted his run. And you know what this poor bastard has as his time? Oh, I'm terrified. Fifth place, which is 15 minutes slower than fourth, is 49 minutes and four seconds. Yeah. Sage Todd 100%ed it six years ago at one hour and 44 minutes. Yeah. So, like, almost one hour slower. But you know what, Sage Todd? You a bad motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. Because you did your work. 
You put it out there, and anybody got to make fun wait, of you. On. Six years ago. Yes. What was... Did that technically mean that he owned the speed run at one point in time? <laughs> okay, that, damn it, Josh. This makes it sound really bad. Sage Todd, <laughs> if you're still alive, you're still kicking. Josh is a douchebag for bringing this up. So six years ago, I think he was the first speed runner. And yes, he did own it. <laughs> the second speed runner was five years ago, so one year afterwards. So Sage Todd ran it in one hour and 44 minutes. The guy who owns the speed record, New Life 88, did it in 27 minutes, 10 seconds. One year later. <laughs> yeah. So... So the, <laughs> the guy who put him in second place, like just the, destroyed Sage Todd. The, fir- the next person who spit, speed ran this just was the the goat. Yeah, he's the goat. So it was six years ago, five years ago, four years ago, four years ago, three years ago, one year ago. So yeah, Sage Todd was king for a minute, but you know what? Fuck Proud him, of you. fuck him, Sage Todd. Fuck Josh for bringing that up. I'm sorry, I had to. Jesus, tough crowd. It it dawned on me, like you said, six years ago, and I'm like, huh, he owned it at one point in time. You know, of course, he may have been like, I fucking rock, and this might just retire him. I don't know. I feel like I need to look up Sage Todd's profile later on and find out if he's still in the game, because I'm going to go give him a damn word of a car. I don't know what the hell. Fuck it. Sage Todd, you're up there with Lay Hulk for me. (laughs) One hour of fucking Lay. Okay. Let's hit this uh, price charting on eBay. Uh, loose copies, plentiful. Like, they're pretty spot on. Yeah. Wide range on complete copies. Uh, I found one graded copy that hadn't sold on eBay, so we'll go with price charting on it. So, a loose copy of this, Josh. What do you think it goes for? I'd say $10 because it's a Mario game. You're a little bit low. A little bit low? Yeah. Okay. 14 Price charting has it at $15. $15? What I've seen on eBay over the past 90 days, there was some that sold for like $10. On average, with shipping, it was like $18.99. Yeah, fair enough. And Mario game for 20 bucks or less. You it's know? not bad. You know, I... The first Mario, I think you can buy for that. Maybe Mario 2 and 3 is probably right at that right. Yeah, par for the course. This is where eBay was all over the place. What do you think a complete copy goes for? I'm going to say 45 You're pretty close. You're doing your, your math. I'm doing math. Price charting had them at $51. Okay. I'm like, okay. Well, you know, me personally, not the worst game. If you're, I mean, you can say, hey, I want to buy every game that has Mario in it. Yeah, it'd be all right for a, for a collector. Yeah, it'd be like, I want to be a completionist just with games that either have Mario in it or Reference whatever. Mario yes. something. So uh, eBay had some that sold for $60 and some as low as $35. And after, I'm like, I don't know, okay. for a complete copy for $35, if I now. I'm like, does people not look this shit up? You'd snag it, wouldn't you? Like, there's several of them that sold for like $35. You'd snag it, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure I would. Uh, You know, not my favorite game in the world, but... uh, Not bad. $35. Yeah, not bad. Uh, uh, A new copy. What do you think a new copy is? I would say uh, $100. You're way low. Way low. Okay. Ugh. Let's see here. Redoing math. Carry the one. Three hundred. You're still way low. That's <laughs> your. <laughs> Six hundred, Bob. Final answer. You're pretty fucking spot on now. eBay, man, I seen like a okay. So price charting had a new copy of five hundred ninety four dollars. I think they had a graded copy selling for like a thousand dollars. There was one on eBay for like seven hundred dollars. I, I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There is no way in my right mind that you would tell me now. I can appreciate a complete copy, even of a bad game or an expensive game or a good game that's expensive, vice versa. I can appreciate 
Uh, you know, I, I'd rather at least a game that be expensive. Kind of have something going on under the cover. Yeah. And this one kind of did. But if you tell me a complete copy is $51 and a new copy is $590. I'm taking the 51 Well, 594 that's just too fucking much. Yeah, you know, if the- you told me multiply by even five and it's 250 I kind of get it. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, if we're just going to say, hey, between 15 and 1899 this should cost $16 for argument's sake. I got this cartridge in one hand that says Mario's missing a loose copy here, Josh, where I say I'll give you $8. Which are you going to take? I'm actually keeping the card on this one. I'm keeping the cartridge, too. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit more about this cartridge. Uh, we're going to go down to the rankings. We're going to wrap, bring us thing home. So we're in episode three of this season, and we both are unified in our rankings. We have Pieces as the number one game this year. Or this season. season. Uh, we got Foreman for Real as number two. Is this the best Mario game that we've played this series? I'm thinking. I, it is. It is. It, it is. I, I like, this is the best Mario game that we've played. Yeah. On the podcast. It 100% is. Now, the if you would have told me before we started that this would be the best one that we would have this ranked above any other Mario game. It would blow my mind until you see the piece of shit that we play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna plead the case for Mario's Time Machine. Okay. Or, or Mario's Missing. After playing Mario's Time Machine, this game is way better. Like, I told you the worst thing that ever happened to Fievel is we played Mickey and Minnie not too long before it. Yeah. The best thing that happened to this game is we played Mario's Time Machine. Yeah. And this was way better. And I can't remember when Mario's Time Machine... I think all them games came out pretty close to Yeah, that. I think they did. The problems... I know problems we had in Mario's Time Machine was the animations looked weird. The sprites the, were terrible. The sprites were terrible. The uh, They were funny, but they were terrible. The... The, the way the test was too long. When you look here, animations were better. The tests were better. Not having to fucking type in a dot time on that time machine. I mean, it had its own... I'm just going to stand on an island. Not having to try to figure out how to use the whirlpool. I mean... I think this game's overly hated. I don't think it's that bad. I somewhat enjoyed playing this game. And I ain't going to say... This is better than Super Mario World. I'm not going to say this might not be better than any other Super Mario game I had, but like, I feel like people shit on this game and it's not that bad. I agree. I agree. So, do you want me to throw my ranking down first? I do, because I'm curious, because you just defended it. You can't, I will defend I You will cannot defend the game and not throw down the ranking. If you tell me. If this game is the worst piece of shit you've ever played, you go play Mario's Time Machine and then come defend it to me. That is my thing. I think this might be the best game that the Software Works made. I, I don't know because we still got two. I've never played any of the four games. But I do not think... I think this is the peak of it right here. Okay. I think if this was the first game they released, and I, and it may have been, I feel like at least there's something to was. build on. I don't think, I don't it, think it is either. After watching the the other one, but Pieces is a good game. Uh, it was kind of a surprising game. It was. So you got Atlas Game, and then you got Foreman for Real. Foreman for Real was pretty bad. It was terrible. Uh, I just got to tell you this. I like this game more than I thought I was, and and I just dreaded it because of how bad the other game was. It was the software works, and I'm like, oh my god! It's like, please, this game's number two. Number two? It is number two. Pieces was a good game. I think Pieces was more fun. I think that we might have the same ranking at number two, but I have a feeling when we get all ten games, I'm going to be higher on this game than anybody. I think people shit on this game in general. And it isn't that bad in my opinion. It may just be because I hated Mario's Time Machine that bad. Okay. So you you tell me. I've got... I go in Pieces. I'm going... uh, Mario's Time Machine, and I'm going Foreman for Real. Okay, this is where I'm looking at. Like I said, Foreman for Real was so far the worst game. Well, I said Mario's Time Machine. It's Mario's Missing. It is Mario's know. Missing. You keep getting them confused. Well, I did a, in true fashion. I did read Mario is Missing at <laughs> the did. start of Mario's Time Machine. You did. 
So, Foreman for real was a terrible guy. Pieces, what it like? It was a surprise. It was fun for what it was. My thing with pieces, though, I think it would have been a lot more fun if we would have played party mode. Right. I'll just tell you this: if you sit in my house. And tell me you have more fun playing Foreman for real than Mario is missing. I might lose my fucking shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Foreman for real is still number three. Like It, it okay. moves down. Okay. It goes to three. So you're talking number one, number two. No, number one, number two. Okay. And we, like, uh, playing that and then knowing that there was a full party mode and then watching that party mode on YouTube... It looked like it was just absolute chaos. It was chaos. It, it looked it looked fun as shit. I feel like in pieces that party mode, if I'd grown up with it, that we would probably, as grown ass men that are over the age of thirty five, be like, hey, like I feel like we'd just be sitting here, and be like, man, I'm pissed off, and like you'd be like. Are you pieces pissed off? Remember that time in nineteen, yeah, you know, exactly. ninety four when you threw the Super Nintendo and we all got beat by our like. I feel like there's stories behind. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's what I'm going with is I about guarantee you pieces is with party mode is funner than this game. So I'm with you. Number two, Mario's missing. Now I will say, I think that. Pieces as it is, is still more fun than Mario's Missing. I enjoyed it. That What killed Mario is Missing to me. I don't think it's a bad game. I don't think it's a bad game. It's I, would, I would put it on one of the lower tiers. If this was the only game software, where software Works did, it would probably be on the low side. But the thing that absolutely killed this game was how repetitive it was. It was the same thing for, for freaking... How many levels did we say there was? Like 15, 43 landmarks. Yeah, yeah so like so, 15 different seas. So we had to play the same thing 15 different times. Even though you change the backgrounds and stuff, and it does work in the other Mario games, the basics are the same. Your jump, your power-ups, and all that as you go through the levels. But the levels are different. Even though you change the background, the gameplay was the same. Could you imagine playing the first level of Mario 1 or any level of Mario 3 45 times in a row. Exactly. You're going to get tired of it. That's what killed this game. Was it, Even though you, you changed the background. Or, well, it was 15, 15 levels. levels, 45 cities. So the cities never really... I mean, they changed the background. Yeah. Either way, even if you were playing it 15 times. That was what the flaw was to this game. Yeah. And, is it and playing so, it over and over. You felt like you were playing the and same see, that game. That was my flaw with, uh, with pieces. Because it was a jigsaw puzzle... Pretty much. That's what, all it was. Yeah, and pieces, but, I think, in a day and age where you could have DLCs or even if you could upload your own picture. Like, yeah, I get it. would be fun. You know what I'd want? Oh, God, pieces. Big ass chode right there. No, I want the freaking cover of Step Brothers where they're like, pose for the <laughs> yeah. photo. Like, that's what I would want for like the. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. So I guess we're in agreement then. Uh, Pieces, Mario's Missing Foreman's for real. Yep. Uh, or Foreman for real. Uh, so we... Foreman is real. Foreman is a grill. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Sizzle that burger. We sign it out. <laughs> we, we knock it back. Well, before we sign out, do you want to make a prediction for next game? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we do have a correlation to the... Like I say, just the library of the Super Nintendo, to say we've played two of the four software works, I think it's still a pretty big... I mean... It's the same we're as fight, the FX We're chip. fighting some big odds. Yeah, it's like. still the FX chip. Oh, God. Let's see here. I'm trying to think. Uh, okay. I know what it is. Okay, hit me with it. I know what it is. I think it's going to be a cartoon game. Like, cartoon character base. Okay, okay, cartoon character. I'm sitting here thinking. Uh, well, maybe not a good one. Well, I'm going to flip to my IGN talk. Oh, you, no, you know what? I know what I'm going with. You're going with the top 100? 
No, I'm going to go. All right, here's what I'm doing. What have I been coming across of nonstop freaking comic books? I'm going to say we're going to play a game that has a Marvel character in it. Oh, shit. You go Marvel. So, I mean, you got some Spider-Man, Venom. I'm just going to say comic book characters in general. Dude, if we, I'm sure there's a Batman one in there somewhere. If we get Spider-Man's Carnage game, you in for a treat. That was a fun fucking game. Well, we'll see. So, I'm going to say... You're, also, Power Rangers. You're telling me something cartoon. Yeah, something cartoonish. Well, I guess that does cover Ninja Turtles, too. It does. I'm saying something Dude, if thing. we get a Turtles game, I'll be hot. I'd be interested to see where... I like all the Turtles games, but... I do, too. I'd be interested to see where Turtles and Time fall on the overall. But, yep, that's just me. All right, so you heard it here. Uh, George Foreman, hell of a grill. Shitty game. Mario's missing. Okay, Pieces is still the GOAT for this season. So, still uh, the GOAT. Uh, we'll see who's right or who's wrong on the next episode, guys. Let's go.